Hello and welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time to take a listen. For those of you who don't know, my name's Alicia LaFalse. I am an insurance agent for an amazing agency called Winsurance Network Services. Quick shout out to Brian Daniele and his amazing, skillful team. I am so fortunate to be able to learn from all of these agents and work with all of them. They're great agents and amazing people. So thank you for that opportunity. But today we are going to go over some questions that I think a lot of people may have, and maybe you've had these questions in the past, um, and you just didn't think to ask anybody or uh, you didn't have the opportunity to ask anybody. So uh, we're just going to jump right into it. Here we go with the top 10 questions about homeowners insurance with Alicia LaFalse. Let's go. Okay, so question, one of the most common questions is what specific perils or exposures does your homeowner's insurance actually cover? Um, this is a really popular question because you want to make sure that you're, what you're covered from, and usually it's going to cover losses and damages caused by fire and lightning, smoke, uh, wind storm, hail, theft, vandalism. Uh, depending on what happens to the home, depends on the deductible that you use. So you usually have a wind and hail deductible or an all other perils deductible. So if your roof, say, is damaged from wind, storm, and hail, that's when that deductible would come in as where you had a fire, God forbid, and that's where that all other perils deductible would take place. Um, we The second question that we usually get, we have a lot of questions about flood and earthquake coverages. So a standard homeowner's insurance policy would not provide coverages for flood or earthquakes. Uh, flood policies and earthquake policies are two separate things. You would definitely want to have a flood policy because if you are in a preferred flood zone, which is flood zone X, it's so cheap. And, um, you know, I, I'm personally in Kingwood, Texas, and it's it's just incredible watching some of these people lose everything. But thank God for the flood insurance. So I highly recommend it. Uh, and earthquake insurance, I don't know if that's a huge problem in Texas, but I'm sure maybe in some areas it might be. So uh, those are two separate things that you would want to take a look at if you were concerned about those. Uh, another question, number three, is what perils are not covered by homeowner's insurance? And this is a really good question because whenever you attempt to make that claim, the worst thing that you can get is that denial phone call because then you're just frustrated. Um, perils that are not covered by your homeowner's insurance are going to be neglect to the home. So if something small had happened and you never repaired it and it got bigger, um, pre-existing damage, basically. Uh, any type of power failure, a war, or nuclear explosion. These are all very specifically written in the policies, so those would not be covered by your homeowner's insurance. Uh, question four. Can you... People have a lot of questions about liability coverage and what exactly that would cover. Um 
Liability, personal liability in coverage would come in handy when a visitor gets hurt on your property and files an injury claim. And it'll also kick in when you or a family member damage someone else's personal property. So it's going to protect you in any type of uh, like a, a suit or a physical claim uh, anything along those lines is something that your personal property, or excuse me, your um, personal liability would help. So then the next question would be number five, how much personal liability coverage should I get? Homeowners insurance companies will offer you $100,000 for personal liability. I, every time I write a quote, I'm quoting you at least $300,000 because the well, because A, the amount from $100,000 to $300,000 worth of coverage is minuscule considering the amount of coverage that you receive. So I just highly recommend it. And, you know, if you are receiving a personal injury claim or one of those suits, it can get kind of expensive with legal fees and other expenses. So I usually recommend uh, 300 or more if that is um, if that's a question that you would have. Next, I have number six. Will I get actual cash value or replacement cost when I make a claim? Now, this is a great question. Um, Your policy will let you know specifically whether it is based off of replacement cost or if it's based off of actual cash value. If it is replacement cost, You'll receive the payment equal to the amount required to replace the damage or the lost items. So whenever I'm writing a quote personally at work, I am putting replacement cost on your personal property and I'm also putting replacement cost on your dwelling because you want both of those. You want to make sure that that $2,000 TV that you bought five years ago, you're going to be receiving $2,000 for it two years later, God forbid it were stolen as opposed to $50 or the actual cash value. And the actual cash value is the compensation. The compensation will only be equal to the depreciated value of the property. So again, that $2,000 television two years earlier is only worth $50 now. So that's a really good question. That's something to always look out for whenever you're, uh, whenever you're getting homeowner's insurance. The next question is, how much personal property coverage should I get? That's an, um, that's a really great question, too, because the best way, if you really want to go straight for the dollar amount, the best way to do that would be to take a personal inventory of your items and just to, to get a dollar amount in your head and where you're comfortable at. Um, When I'm writing a quote, I usually put it at 30% of the dwelling coverage. And if you ever want to increase or decrease, we, you are always able to kind of mess with those numbers a little bit. But um, some companies will offer you as high as 70% of your dwelling amount. So I've seen policies that have been written for $250,000 worth of personal property. And it's, you know, it's a great coverage to have if it's, you know, the price is right. You might as well. 
Um, the next question, this is question eight, I think. Yeah, we're on eight, sorry. Um, will I need a homeowner's inspection? Yes, almost every single time, yes. And I only say almost because there are a few insurance carriers that will allow you to perform your own inspection with your cell phone now. So um, we deal with a certain carrier that allows us, our clients to take pictures with their cell phone and input it into a portal and that's how they do the inspection. But most insurance companies are sending inspectors to your home and this is to, the, to assess the home and to come up with an accurate uh, rate for your premium, um, making sure that the risk is in good condition, there isn't a lot of clutter. Uh, that is something that you need to, whenever you know that you're going to have a homeowner's inspector come, just make sure the property is cleaned up, uh, the roof is cleared of any debris or, uh, you know, the gutters aren't dirty or anything. That's something that they will look out for. Question nine. Will it cost less to insure a new home compared to an old home? Because of the more modern construction techniques and the safety features that are in new construction and new builds now, usually a carrier, they will carry a lower rate than the older homes. If you have an older home, you may want to think about bringing the home up to code, like with current building codes or making certain renovations, and that could actually lower your premium. I know that a lot of insurance carriers are really looking at the age of those roofs. So if you were to put a brand new roof on your on your home, uh, that would that would definitely lower your rate. And then question 10, what can I expect when I have to make a claim? So making, obviously, making a claim is the whole point of insurance, and it's something that you never, ever want to have to do. Um, if you do ever have to make a claim, your insurance company should be available 24-7, 365 to be able to make that claim. Uh, your insurance agent should provide you with your deductible information, your policy information, and the uh, telephone number and the contact information for your insurance company. Whenever I have a client that's about to, uh, that is contacting me regarding making a claim, I, of course, always want to make sure that they're okay, but... I also recommend that they have their own contractor come out to the home, do an estimate. Most of the time, they will do a free estimate. And just take a look and see what that, what that damage amount looks like. Because if you send it to the insurance company and that deductible for, say you, um, say there was a fire in the kitchen and your all other perils deductible is $5,000. And the damage in the kitchen was 5000 or excuse me, was like $4,500. The insurance company would deny that claim because it does not outweigh your deductible. So you always want to make sure that before you even open a claim and go through the headache of going through it, uh, you want to make sure that it's it's going to be outweighing your deductible uh, considerably in order to um, in order to 
have that claim have a chance. This is when that inventory of your personal property that I mentioned earlier, that may come in handy. It could come into handy uh, speeding up the claim settlement time considerably. Uh, the great thing about my company uh, with Winsure, not my company, but with the agency that I work for, we want to take care of those issues for you so that you don't have to. Um, we want this to be as smooth sailing for you as possible, and we don't ever want you to have to deal with any headaches like that. But that was uh, that was my 10th question, you guys, and that was pretty quick. I thought it was going to take a little bit longer than that, but it did not. Um, give me... If you guys ever have any questions or if you ever have any concerns, feel free to reach out. I'm more than happy to answer any questions you may have. I would love to sit down and speak with you if you're ever available or if you, again, ever have any questions. Uh, feel free to like and share our page. And I had a really, I had a really good time. This was a lot easier than I thought it would be. I appreciate all of you guys, and I hope you all have a great day. Happy holidays.